Welcome to the ninth episode of Meta Moments. This is your host, Ken. I feel I've got to find some better intro than that, but it's all true. Um, this is a snapshot of the last and next 24-48 hours in the PvP world of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Should be pretty short-ish, mostly GAC-ish. Um, lots of ish. And you are probably seeing this if you picked it up just as it was released a couple of hours after the daily reset. Um, as I record this, it's actually a bit earlier than when it's released. Normally I record it right before it's released, but this evening um, my wife and I have a bunch of friends over for a barbecue. In my part of the world, it's Friday evening. So I'm recording it a few hours before the evening. Um, I hope in your part of the world you're having a good day, evening, morning, whatever. So, interesting time in the meta right now. We're now about to do the second round of week three of this 5v5 season, 42. I can't say that the the first week here is, is super exciting. I mean, the main thing really is Leviathan for those people who have it or have to face it. Um, it's... All, everything is fixed now, by the way, for the Leviathan. Um, so in GAC, you can still use Profundity with three ships and beat it for 77 points. Now, without Profundity, there's the Empire counter that was popular um, in the bugged phase, and that is not really working 100% of the time any longer. It's a lot more starting ships dependent and... Um, a little bit RNG dependent, you know, you're still you're still the whims of the defender's uh, evasion to some extent. But profundity, I, actually, I've seen one, a single person, uh, say that they lost on offense using profundity versus Leviathan. I'm sure there's more, but I've only seen one person. Otherwise, it seems super easy to just 77 it. Um, so... A bit, I, I actually, and to be honest, I don't know that every single fix is live in GAC. I believe that it is, but with profundity, you don't actually see usually the cease the hangers move used when you're using profundity on offense, or I have not seen at least that move used by Leviathan. Um, so it's possible that fix is not fixed in GAC, but I believe everything is fixed in GAC. Um, anyway, so that meta is pretty boring. Leviathan is great on offense, can auto profundity and executor. But you can get some weird RNG, but in general can auto all the sh ships now, all the fleets on offense. Great. Most people will still probably put Leviathan on defense because you still are sort of forcing profundity. Nothing else has a 100% or 95% win rate. So in that way, it's interesting. Profundity seems to be the only reliable counter so far. You know, 90 plus percent is what I'm calling reliable. But we'll see how it goes. Um, most people haven't relicked up their Leviathan pilots. So there's definitely still the possibility of like Profundity losing on offense. If, for instance, um, the pilots are R8, R9, and the mass assist move by Fury kills the Y-Wing, because right now I've never <laughs> I've never actually seen it kill the Y-Wing, uh, but frequently gets close, you know, get down to 20% health or something. 
Um, so if that move works reliably with higher relic pilots, then Profundity may actually fail as well. But we'll see, I think, in TW and arena testing over the next couple of weeks. Besides that, uh, set 10 is here, not really affecting GAC at all. It probably will affect a few people in TW. We'll start to see some footage from TW. You can't really dismantle. I mean, some of your set eights you can dismantle um, to get a leg up on your set tens to be able to slice, you know, or not slice, but upgrade them to, to potentially all the way up to level nine. Um, but not all of the set eights are going to be dismantled. This is the last territory wars where you want to have your set eights in effect or where they will be able to be in effect. Um, but I'm sure some people will dismantle some of them. I have seen some footage of arena testing already with the Phoenix um, and Rex's Datacron doing some crazy stuff. I saw one really short piece of footage with Jedi Knight Cal um, in his level nine in arena again. Pretty cool, makes his annihilate way, way faster. So definitely gonna be an interesting set. We'll have a whole bunch more stuff. We'll talk about Datacrons in general. We get to the, the long form, the meta, in about a week or so. And the Grand Arena Science slash Datacrons, um, that will be updated in about a week or so as well, before the next season starts for sure. There's a ton of good recommendations there for both farming and usage on teams. Um, let's see, besides that, I, one thing I wanted to talk about, I was chatting a bit about with Sanjita recently on a video, we were, well, not during the video, but we were chatting uh, separately. Um, attack, attack timing. When, when do you attack? When do you defend? It's an interesting, interesting idea. And I think it goes to the, and actually I meant to do a recording during the attack phase yesterday, but um, my wife had an art exhibit opening. So I, I went there instead and I was enjoying the art rather than uh, recording this podcast. But um, it's interesting the people who choose to attack later or wait or attack first, I think it's definitely better, like all things being equal. If you have the opportunity to attack in the last three to five hours, um, you have some free time then, that's fantastic. Because usually your opponent has moved before you. Um, but depending on your schedule availability, for, for me personally at least, um, 8 a.m. in the morning is when attack phase opens, and that's perfect. I usually have about an hour before meetings start or, or phone calls or something. Um, and I can usually get all of my attacks in. I usually leave ships until the next morning in case I need to try some crazy banner stuff, but usually I attack first. Um, and I really find it very enjoyable just to get out of the way and then yeah, see what my opponent does. Sometimes I'll screw up and I, <laughs> the most recent, uh, the first match of this week, I knew already that I was gonna, well, I didn't know, but I suspected I would lose because I made a few mistakes, so I was able to um, experiment with a few things that I wouldn't otherwise do. Um, I was facing a very good opponent. I fought him many times in the past. We had a good back and forth going. Um, but the 
the people who sort of like wait and wait for their opponent to attack and then attack and I guess it's more common if you're fighting a, a streamer or a content creator or something. Um, but it's also, I think, a great tactic if you have the free time, you know, and you're like sort of hitting up if you're fighting an opponent with more GLs or a lot better relics or or just a ton more datacrons or something like that. Um, for you to be able to evaluate the risks you can take, you know, do you try 70% counter that could give you 65 or 66 or 67 banners, or do you try a 95% counter that's going to give you 62? You know, and that could really uh, give you the win. I find that a very interesting, interesting dynamic. There's not a lot of metrics on that right now. Like certainly some tools have metrics on when opponents attack or whatever, but they're they're rarely um, tied in with the roster differences between those opponents. Because I think that's really why most people attack later, is if they're fighting an uphill battle. I imagine most people would like just to attack and get it out of the way. You know. Anyway, just a few thoughts. And we're getting, we'll be less than 10 minutes today. Fantastic. Hope you guys you are having a good, good time. Good luck setting your defense for match two of this last week. And good luck with your GAC. Cheers.